You know, I think the real positive coming out of San Diego State game was the, the level of competition we were playing. Obviously, San Diego State's been one of the best teams, if not the best team in the Mountain West for years. And uh, they've got tremendous resources there, support, great players. They play very physical. And I felt like we were able to match them as far as playing physical, especially in the first half when we really, our players have really overcome a lot. Uh, you know, that was our problem after that whole year off in last spring. We just couldn't get back to playing physical uh, because of the time off. And I really feel like, man, what we've done has really helped our players and our players have really embraced uh, the, a lot of the contact practices we had this summer. And so it's helped us be able to be competitive in that frame. Uh, you know, defensively, we really played well most of the whole game. And just offensively, we just still have too many inconsistencies. The first half, I thought, we really played well, um, and Jonah really took a jump forward uh, as far as the way he played. The, the interceptions he had, he's getting hit right when he throws it, and there's nothing to do about that, and that was the negative for the game was our pass protection in the second half really let us down. Uh, but I thought, you know, our receivers made plays. We, uh, you know, we, we our kids played as hard as they could play. They got a great heart and great spirit about them, and, uh, you know, you can't ask any more out of a group than uh, – than what we've had. And then to have, you know, Trevor Brohard not there because of uh, COVID protocols and then Marsh steps in, you know, they didn't miss a beat. Says a lot about their attitude. So uh, they'll just keep that same attitude and keep working. Then, uh, you know, we got a chance to still do some good things. Question, we got a glimpse of what Jacinto could do in that first half, not having him the rest of the way. How does that change things for your offense? Well, a lot. You know, they didn't have an answer for him in man coverage. And, uh, you know, so we, Dom broke his arms, is going to have to have surgery, so we've lost him for the season. Uh, so, really, and then we didn't have Isaiah Garcia in that game either. So, our two best receivers were not playing in the second half of that game. And so, to still go out and throw for over 300 yards like we did and against a really good defense was – you know, saying a lot about the rest of the guys, again, stepping up and uh, about Jonah's uh, progress forward. But, yeah, losing Dom hurts. He's really a talented player. You started to see it there in, in that game. He was really doing a great job yards after catch and all those type of things. What was the difference offensively in the second half against, against San Diego State? Um, was it just the Dom injury, or like why, why were they able to get to Jonah like they did? With, they just got good players, and you know they just beat us in in pass protection. Uh, Jason just um, we were we were using a lot of max protection, you know, uh, expending tight ends and running backs in the protection too, and they they just they were just beating us up front. Um, you, you guys uh, obviously you had the harder year compared to UNM last year, but you know they had to play their home games in Vegas. They didn't get much of a spring either. Um, from a distance, like, what did you think of the way Coach Gonzalez handled their situation as the, you know, your two Division One coaches in the state? Like, did you have any thoughts on how he handled that year? Oh, I'm, I mean, I'm sure he did, they did a great job of, of handling their team, too. I mean, I would have loved to have gone out of state and been able to yeah. play and practice. That would have been such an advantage for us. Um, but we were we didn't get to do that. So that's a huge advantage for them that they got to go do that last year because it set them up for this year to be able to continue to make progress and things like that. So I think he handled that really well. Yeah, I'm sure he took that year as a year to, you know, just get his team settled, get them better. Their players got to play. So, you know, they didn't have to ever worry about players leaving the program because they weren't going to get to play like we did. Uh, I mean, we lost Roy Lopez, who ends up 
you know, making it with the Texans. <laughs> so we developed Roy Lopez. Nobody wanted him out of high school. And then, you know, because we're not playing, he leaves and goes, plays at Arizona and then gets drafted. Well, you know, they didn't have to go through that stuff. And uh, so, yeah, but I, I think Danny is a great um, selection for them as a coach. I think he'll do a fantastic job. He's got a great staff with him. Yeah, I know a few of those guys. And, uh, you know, they, they, they've got everything in the world to be a top team in the Mountain West. I mean, look at their facilities. They got an indoor facility, they got a beautiful stadium, they got a brand new locker room. Uh, I mean, they've got all sorts of stuff up there and, and they'll they'll get there. What was your impression of them week one against Houston Baptist? Uh, you know, same thing, you know, whenever you play a defense that's coached by Rocky Long, it's gonna be a great defense. And, you know, they uh, had Houston Baptist on their heels the whole game. You know, I don't think the quarterback knew what he was looking at the whole time. They do a great job of disguise and where they're bringing pressures from. And um, he, he just does a great job of coaching. Uh, and then offensively, the, the quarterback they got from Kentucky is a weapon. You know, anytime you get a quarterback out of the SEC, it's going to be an upgrade. And that he's definitely an upgrade for them, makes their whole offense different and better. And uh, so, you know, they're, they're going to be a tough challenge. Is it interesting to see the way that they were able to throw the ball? I think I saw something online that they haven't had a quarterback who's threw for over 1,500 yards since 2013 or something like that. Um, it looks like he's not only going to get to 1,500, he might even double that. Is it, is it kind of interesting to see them on film throw the ball as well as they did? Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's uh, he could throw the ball when he was at Kentucky, so yeah, there's no no difference there. And uh, you know, they've been a wishbone team under Coach Davey for a long time, so really didn't throw the ball very much. But uh, like I say, he's a definite upgrade, and he makes them just more diverse, you know, because he can run too, you know. So I mean, he's a real weapon. How similar or how different is uh, the Lobos on defense? Are you expecting as much pressure and then as much man coverage as last week? Or? Yeah, I, I, they're very similar. Uh, I, I'm sure San Diego State has tweaked some things uh, since Coach Long left, but it's basically the same defense. So, uh, yeah, I would expect it's going to be very similar to what what they see. I think New Mexico probably does a better job of disguising coverages than San Diego State. San Diego State, you kind of know what you're going to get, but. Uh, I think UNM does a much better job of disguising what's going on. Taking a look at their running game, and specifically their new guys that they have, like Aaron Dumas, uh, what do you see like, from their freshman attack? Yeah, again, they're just, they've got speed. You know, and they, they can make people miss. So even if they're not getting everybody blocked up front, they can make people miss and they can gain yards after contact. Uh, but the offensive line's really well coached too. Jason Lindsmeyer's the offensive line coach who I worked with here one year when I was the coordinator. and I, So I know Jason, he's here. There's not a better line coach anywhere. Uh, so, you know, yeah, they're, they're good in all areas. This opportunity to play in this rivalry game, obviously you guys didn't play at all last year, but to, to get back on schedule much like you did with UTEP, just what does this rivalry mean to the program? Well, I mean, just playing period is huge for us because, you know, we, we take a step forward each week and hopefully we need to take another big step forward this week. Uh, for us to win, we're going to have to take a big step forward. But anytime you're playing an in-state rivalry game, it's it's special. It's more special than you know, like a UTEP deal, because that that's not an in-state deal, even though we're close together. The, the in-state games are always have more weight to them, so it's a big game. How would you um, evaluate the the rush defense? I mean, Bell was a good player, so and they had a good mm -hmm. offensive line. Um, what did you what did you guys take to build on uh, this week? 
Yeah, again, I, I thought just overall our defense really played well. I mean, that's a very physical uh, football team at San Diego State. We only gave up 21 points because we you had the one interception went back for a touchdown. So if you only give up 21 points, you should win a football game. And we're just not scoring enough right now to help our defense. And, and that's our main problem as a team. Uh, but if our defense will keep playing like they played the first the first half of UTEP and that game at San Diego State, then we'll have a chance. Coach, the progress of Caleb Mills going from wide receiver to defensive back and then making plays out there, how fun has that been? Yeah, it's been great. Caleb is one of those guys, like I'm talking about, this has been just a fantastic group of guys to coach because, you know, he's so unselfish. You know, he was a wide receiver. He moved over to defense because we needed him there. I'm sure he would probably rather play wide receiver, but for our football team, Caleb's doing that, and that's rare nowadays. You don't see kids willing to do that as much as you used to in the past. It's become so much more of an entitlement generation. Uh, but Caleb has been awesome. And, yeah, he's starting to make plays back there. And, and I tell you what, with his size and speed and those type of things, if he'll keep making plays like that, he might find himself a future playing at another level. Um, can you go through the uh, – I heard you say that Trevor wasn't going to play this Yeah, he's in uh, COVID protocol, so he won't be able to play. And Isaiah? Uh, he doesn't get out of COVID protocol till Friday, so he won't be in practice all week. But technically, yeah, he could play in the game, but he hasn't practiced in two weeks. Uh, Weston? Weston has a, a knee injury, and it's not going to require surgery, but he's going to be out for a while. Who is the backup quarterback? Me. <laughs> well, I was ask, so. No, it's not that bad. No, uh, you know we've we've got uh, Trevor Appleman, who's a true freshman that's playing very good, uh, and Dino is our other guy that we brought in from JUCO. Uh, that that is so we're working with both those guys right now. Now Trevor was in COVID protocol up until a week ago, so he missed two weeks of practice. So we're just trying to get him up back up to speed. Um, so we, yeah, those two guys are the guys we're working with. With Dom out, what if, um, you know, Andrew on the 2D, it sounds like you're making some changes on the offensive line, but what does the Dominic injury do for the punt return? Well, uh, yeah, well, Downs has been returning punts, uh, you know, disappointed in what, how we handled that the other night. We had five of them hit the ground and, and killed us in field position. So we have Cole Herity that also returns punts. Um, so, you know, we'll, we're going to work some other guys here in practice this week and see, and it'll either be Robert Downs or it'll be Herity or one of those other guys. Coach, if you're down a couple wide receivers, is there anybody that maybe we haven't seen yet that needs to step up? Yeah, I think Glenn Johnson is a freshman that we'd like to get on the field anyway. He, he's really good enough for us to play. He plays the same position Dom was playing, so he'll move up to back up Herity. And I would expect to see him in this game. He uh, reminds me a lot of O.J. Clark. He's faster than O.J. was. But um, he, he's got a really bright future ahead of him. Um, the other guys were trying to get up and running as Justice Powers. You know, Justice, again, was in COVID protocol, so he missed two weeks of practice. And he's just now getting back to being in shape and able to practice and those type of things. So we really need him to step up now because of uh, you know, our depth issues. Uh, so hopefully you see a little bit more of him. And Ron Van is another young man. It's a redshirt freshman that just keeps getting better and better and better. So um, you probably see all three of those guys. Anything else from the in-person media? This is the first time you've, I think that you coached against Coach Gonzalez. Um, have you guys crossed paths before in your career? Like, what do you, what do you think about? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't know that we've crossed paths as far as coaching. I met him last summer, and we got to talk a little bit, and just really impressed with, with Danny. I think he's got a, uh, a really good vision for what he wants to do there. And uh, like I say, he's hired a really good staff, and he's, he's got the resources to pay a staff and, and get the guys that he wants, and uh, he's certainly done that and done a good job of it. And, uh, you know, I mean, everything I know about him is, you know, first class and going to do things the right way and, uh, you know, really impressive. Ken and our friends on Zoom, anything today? Yeah, Coach, um, uh, you talked a little bit about New Mexico playing a similar defense to the San Diego State, and obviously that helps you guys in terms of preparing for it, but do you guys have to change things up a little bit in terms of not showing them the same thing you showed San Diego State? Yeah, I think that's from, from week to week. You try to have some wrinkles anyway. I mean, you're always going to do your base offense. It doesn't matter who you're playing, but – you try to have wrinkles from week to week, and we'll try to have something like that. Um, it's interesting, Ken. That's a, actually a really good question because I was talking to our staff today, and you know, in this era of COVID, to where you know, just like last week, we had Trevor, who all of a sudden on Thursday's practice is not there, you know, but you've practiced him all week, and then you don't have him for the game. I think there's something too. You've really got to limit how much new stuff you do on offense and defense during the week because, as a coach, you don't know who's going to be there and who's not. And so, you know, I really I think it's if you're going to be able to execute, you've got to make sure that you um, you don't go too far over the line. You know what I'm saying? So, it's like for instance, uh, uh, Tomas Whitford. We thought we were going to lose him for the San Diego State game over COVID, but it turned out to be a false positive test. Well, but he missed two days of practice while they were trying to figure out if it was a false positive test or not. So he only practiced one day last week before we played San Diego State. And we actually had put in a game plan to really utilize him in a lot of different ways. But then we had to scrap all of it because, you know, he wasn't in practice and we didn't think we were going to have him. Well, then all of a sudden Thursday he was back in practice. And so we had to go back and kind of readjust things again. And those are the things that we're dealing with, and I'm sure everybody is with COVID, but we really are here right now uh, that's making it really difficult to, to put a field on the team or a team on the field.